Yeah, no, I'm feeling good. My soul is being lifted. Tuning in to hear King Pete, I feel gifted. Shoot it straight to anchor quick before I miss it. Only dialogue we speak be unscripted. Only dialogue we speak be unscripted. Welcome to the show. We thank you all for listening. Pete Devine, we laying. I'm saying keep your opinion. Then tell them only way to debate it is unscripted. Dialogue. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy Big J, a.k.a. The Lone Stone. And I'm right here on the Unscripted Dialogue with my boy Jay, right here on Anchor. Now, before we get into it, I just want to tell you a little bit about Anchor. It's the easiest, freest, best podcast out there is around. It gives you everything you need in one place. You can use it from your PC or your motherfucking laptop or you go on your phone. It's all, it's whatever you want to do. The creation tools allow you to do anything, record and edit to your pleasure. We really appreciate you listening. And don't forget, Unscripted Dialogue. We real. Welcome back to the Unscripted Dialogue Podcast. My name is Conjavius Phillips, aka King P. You already know. And if you haven't already, please follow us at on Twitter at Dialogue underscore D. Again, that's Twitter at Dialogue underscore D. And on Facebook at Unscripted Dialogue. Again, that is Facebook at Unscripted Dialogue. And if if you didn't know, we do air on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. on Have a Radio. Again, that's 7 p.m. on Wednesdays on Have a Radio. And if you haven't already, please go check out and like their Facebook page to get more details. And we also do post episodes, videos, and comments on that page. Um, today, we'll be back with the current events that I think and I'll give you my opinion on some things and then we'll end it with the you already know unscripted dialogue this your boy Conjavius Phillips aka King P you already know we'll be right back after the break hey 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 what you say what you say it's time to get to moving on a beautiful day hey 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 what you say what you say it's time for unscripted dialogue yeah <laughs> hey and welcome back to the unscripted dialogue podcast this is your boy conjavius aka king p you already know and if you haven't already please follow us on twitter at dialogue underscore d again that is twitter at dialogue underscore d and on Facebook at Unscripted Dialogue. Again, that's Facebook at Unscripted Dialogue. And today's current events, we are praying for the people that is in Florida. Um, we don't know as of right now which way Dorian is going. And I hope everyone down there is headed to safety or is in a safe location. And our prayers and thoughts here at Unscripted Dialogue are with you all. And now... The moment we all been waiting for the unscripted dialogue. I had a conversation with a guy and he said he felt like church is a business and church people, quote unquote, are contradictions of the law. So I asked two people in his age group, Jeremiah, of course, a known guest. Thank you for always coming through. And Ray Tricia. I know she's going to be mad about me calling her that, but oh well. I asked her what she thought. She's a known member and a known guest on the show also. So I'll give my opinion and I'll turn the floor over to them so they can share their opinion. And we'll be out of here. And again, my opinion 
and the state on the statement, which was that church is a business and church people is a contradiction of the law. In which I agree because of the separation of church and state, state being the law and church being the church. And of course, churches run like a business because there has to be order. Without order, there'll be chaos. And church would not be church if there was chaos. Church is a place where people go, in my opinion, to find peace and restoration and wholeness. And scripture say when one or two, two or three, I guess, gather together, he'll be one in the midst. So that's kind of like, if everyone's there with the same problems, why not go and pray and rejoice together that a better day is coming? Everyone believe in the higher power, but when it's time to understand what church is and what church is about, they seem to become ignorant. And I'm not really calling him ignorant because everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but I'm just saying people just forget what church is. And now that everybody's woke, and everybody, you know, is paying attention, and everybody burning sage. Everyone want to have an opinion, but if you go to church, you you're not going to seek other people's opinion. You're going to pay attention. And if someone offer a critique in church, you can either accept it or just say thank you and move on. That don't mean they're talking about you or judging you because they offer you a critique. People in the world offer you a critique and you know, you don't call you don't call the world like I don't know, like it just like that's just a it just like if people offer a critique, either you accept it or you don't, that's not really judging. But you know, people can offer their opinion about situations, everyone does it. And what people don't understand, they think church people are different from people that live a worldly life. Church people are people who go to church every Sunday trying to get it right. And just because they go to church don't automatically mean they're church people. And like I said, some people may do judge. I'm not saying it don't happen. But I'm saying sometimes it could be a critique and you take it as judgmental. Some people are sensitive. And, and another thing about church there's different levels and different type of churches. It's mega churches and they're like small churches. I think mega churches are a legit money business. I'm not gonna lie. I think it is. They're just my opinion. And the proof is in the news and in the buildings, the pictures, the cars, the jets, and all that. So I don't really have to give my reason why because that's enough proof. And I feel like the small time churches are better, the small town churches, I'm sorry, are better because you get to know the pastor, you interact, you you know you're just a more family vibe. And you're able to relax and be free. And I know, oh, you can't really be free. People be watching and say, oh, come back and say, oh, I seen you do this in church. But if you go somewhere where you feel comfortable, where everybody is trying to become better and not go where your friends are or where your family, you know, where you're known to talk and your family's there so you know you're not going to pay attention. But go somewhere where you can just be yourself. That's like a different thing. You know. So don't say church people are bad people. And don't say church is a bad place. It's just the place you choose to go. 
So that's all your choice. But that's just my opinion. And again, his comment was that church is a business and church people is a contradiction of the law. Ray, take the floor. Yo, 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 yo. What up, people? It's me. It's your girl, Ray. I am back. Yep, that's right. I am back. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, I am back. Well, I'm here today to give my opinion on a few things, you know, elaborate on a few things, you know, nothing, nothing too hard for me. You know, I got it. But um, before I go into the question that was first asked, which was, what's your opinion on the church and church people? Um, but before I answer that, I'm going to elaborate on a statement that was made. Someone stated that they felt like church was a place of business. Well, um, I can agree, but I can't agree. Because I do feel that anything that makes money or have money coming in is a business. You know, that's business, and business is business. But um, I disagree because my church isn't ran like a business to my extent of what I can see. You know, but we we don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but as in to make a connection with my pastor and, you know, I don't feel like she runs her church like a business. Simple. Um, my opinion on church, well, I view church as a place of worship. Although you don't have to go to church to serve God, the Bible says, well, two and three touch and agree in his name, he will be in the midst. So, no, you don't have to go to church to praise God. You don't. Um, I can just say, just try not to leave church the same way that you came in. And um, to find a church where your pastor cares for their members and spend time with them and show them the love and care and affection. You know, I don't know too many pastors that can be too busy for their members. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. And, um, yeah, that that's, that's that. So, yeah. And, of course, the money thing going to come up. So... I'll just say this, of course, in small churches, you have to pay your tithes and building fund and stuff like that. That's what keeps the lights and stuff on. Of course, we don't have to get into that because we all know that if you use utilities and the facility, you must pay for those services and the necessities that's required to keep the building up. And that's all I'll say about that. Jeremiah, what you got to say? So the question I've been presented with, the first of a two-parter. What is your opinion of church folks, the church goers, the congregation, the people who come to church every single Sunday or try to or, or nitpick and I now I'm getting into that part. But what is my opinion of church people nowadays? Church people have lost a certain anonymity, 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 anonymity. They've, they're not anonymous anymore. All right. Church people know too much about the next person's life. Why is that such a prevalent thing in church nowadays? Because people love to talk about other people's business. It's literally. Excuse me. It's literally. 
a huge part of our society. And it's kind of sad how huge it is. The it, We glorify knowing other people's business and being able to gossip about it more than we glorify God. Coming to church on Sunday is not about hearing a word that could help you out, but hearing a word that could give you an advantage on someone else. And that's my opinion on church people. We have lost the reason we go to church and have replaced it with the everyday places we go. We have treated it as if it's one of the everyday places that we always go. We have we have forgotten its importance. We have forgotten the worth of going to church, the reasons of going to church. Now, I'm not going to say everybody does this. I'm not going to say every, everybody is guilty of doing this. But it's a prevalent part of the church nowadays and is is more uncom is more common to see it than it is uncommon as it used to be. Back then, it used to be about going to church on going to Sunday school, going to church, leaving church and still being in that godly mindset. Nowadays, we come in, we don't go to Sunday school. We come in ready to hear about somebody else's business. We pick who we sit beside in church, our favorite person, because they always got the scoop we need and we've been looking for. We have not lost our way to church, but we've lost our way in the church. The moment that people started bringing worldly things, worldly thoughts, worldly actions inside of the church, that's when the church has truly become contaminated. Church shootings are, are, are frequent. Gossiping. Frequent. The, the undermining of the word. Frequent. The, the main word I'm saying here is frequent. The frequency at which all these things occur have drastically increased over time. They have evolved into a new era of the church. I'm not going to talk about the overall church right now. I'm just talking about the people. And they have changed the overall appearance of the church. By literally changing the insides. Nowadays, we don't have people just going to church to hear a word. We, we, going to, we have people going to church to hear certain people say a word. Certain people sing. Certain people doing this and that. People we favor when we started bringing favoritism into the church, that's when we lost our way. I don't think it's church people. I think it's just certain people who go to church. Because if your mind's not on God coming in, then where are you at church for? Nowadays, it seems like those are the only people who do go to church. And then try to mask it by saying... Oh, I'm coming here for God. When in reality, you came in here to find out about Trish and her baby and her baby dad. What you read on Facebook last night, trying to get more info on that. You coming in talking about you want to praise his name and give praise to every for everything he's done for you. But instead, on Sunday, all you're doing is praising Tisha. Because she finally kicked that nigga to the curb. The nigga you've been talking to for the past two weeks. Well, let me stop. Let me stop. Cause ain't my being. But that, that is my overall opinion of church people. And Jeremiah, you made some great points. I agree. Some people do go to church for the wrong reasons, but at least they went 
and hurt, probably hurt something that touched their soul. I don't believe people go to church and come back with nothing, even though they don't come for the right reasons. And even though when they leave, they don't say the right things or do the right things, as people say. I really don't know because I really don't pay attention to people that much. I just try to stay in my lane and my own business because that's the best thing for me. Um, and Ray, what you got to say about church people? Okay, 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 okay. I got you, Kenny P. I got you right here. Let me tell you my opinion on church people. Well, um, I feel that church people are some of the most judgmental people there are. And they could be, they are some of the reasons that people start coming to church. Because they feel that every time they come to church, they are being judged by the people that are there. But, you know, the Bible says, come as you are. That means the drunkards, the smokers, whoever, whatever, whatever you have, you bring it to the table. The day that you come to church may be the day that you be delivered. But, um, you know, they're just a part of people say the church hurt people. No, the church don't hurt people. People hurt people. And hurt people hurt people. So... A lot of people in the church are hurt and don't know how to deal with their hurt. So, so yeah. And the only other thing I got to say to you church folks, um, you can't be Trick Daddy and Trina Monday through Saturday, then be Tasha Cobb and Kurt Franklin on Sunday. <laughs> and that's on periods. <laughs> now, I have been asked to elaborate on my opinion of the old of the church as a whole. The body that is the place we worship. Not really a good work there, but you get what I'm saying. The overall church impression right now. When I look at small time churches, a Macedonia, an Oak Grove, a a a Gospel of Christ. A Gospel Christ EMC or something like that in Darktown. Um, I apologize for getting it wrong if I am. But I see these churches and I and I can't fathom that with the right marketing, with the right words and with the right intentions, that this these small churches could somehow explode to mega churches. Now, the reason I believe these small churches are still small because they're homegrown churches. These are places that many people have been coming to for years. It's been consistent. It's been the same way as always, and nothing has changed. A homegrown church. Not being taken away by the money aspect of everything, but a homegrown traditional church. I believe those are the type of churches. Because I personally used to go to Macedonia. <clears throat> now, when it comes to the wider scale of churches, uh, the Joel Osteens, the Creflo Dollars, uh, the, the the Benny Hills, or Benny Hinn, I don't know his name like that. But when it comes to these churches, these churches are business. Not full-fledged corporations, but they operate like businesses. And it's and they're they are providing a word. They are indeed providing a word, but at what cost? 
at what true cost is a word to you? Because nowadays it seems like everything is about money. And that that and, and, and I understand it's our regular life too. Yeah, but especially in the church, it seems as if it's more about money. Like you see these pastors riding around in these these high profile cars, these fast, super fast cars. You see, they got they wrist watches. They dripping. They dripping, if I could use a term by the youngest nowadays. They dripping. But their congregation is the ones who gave them that. Obviously, a servant of the God should be paid humbly by his servants. Humbly by the, the people he, he serves, right? How what what true what true cost is is the word at nowadays? What's the true cost of a word? We have become so tied up in worldly things. Like I said before, when I was talking about church folk, we have become so tied up in worldly things that when we we feel as though we have something nowadays in church, pastors want more. People 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 in those types of church, they want more than that. Because instead of spreading the name of God, they rather spread their own name. Who don't know Joel Osteen? Who don't know Creflo Dollar? I don't know a lot of high profile mega church. I don't because I don't I don't I don't dabble in mega churches because I because I can go to a homegrown church and get the same word I could have got from him without putting two hundred dollars in their basket. I know it's about paying your tithe. I know you got expanded God's kingdom. But how can you expand God's kingdom and you expanding your plot at the same time? How are you going to take away from the actual word you're trying to put out there? Practice what you preach. That's what they say. Practice what you preach. You want me to go. You want me to go help the homeless, do all this and that. But you can't get you can't get this man on the side of the road. Five dollars. While you pad by him. In your nice ass car that your church just bought you. But you coming in preaching a whole nother thing to me. I don't understand. Church nowadays isn't a is is a business. Matter of fact, it's not even a business. It's the greatest, it, it's become one of the greatest charity organizations of all time. The only difference is the charity is going in their pocket. We've let green infiltrate. The root of all evil is the love of money. Come on. The root of all evil is the love of money. Money has infiltrated our minds in our lives. We have been told that money has to be had to survive. You can't live any other way. So you, but you telling me. You telling me that I need I need to keep supplying your eight eight to a thousand dollar check every Sunday. Cause that what God want me to do. He want me to let you buy that new Lexus, cause that what God want me to do for you. Stop preaching shit. Ooh, I I do apologize for that. Stop preaching things that don't pertain to the church. Stop making the church. A multi-million dollar profit type market, right? Don't don't do that. That's that's my overall opinion of church. You want to call it a business? 
I'll call it the greatest charity organization scheme of all time. Don't get me wrong. There are there. I'm not saying just because church is small don't mean they had them type of practice. I can think of one right now. But what I'm saying is, don't for, don't 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 forget that money is to uplift God's kingdom, uplift God's kingdom, and not your pastor's forty two acres and a mule. <laughs> I ain't going to do that. Thank you, though. That's my opinion on overall church. And that's all, folks. And I'd like to say thank you to Jeremiah and Ray for joining me today and discussing the comment again, which is he said he felt like people of the church are contradictions of the law. And he felt like church is a business. And thank you all for sharing your opinion and engaging the conversation with me. And thank you all for listening. And if you didn't know, we do air on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. on Haver Radio. Again, at 7 p.m. on Haver Radio. That's H-A-V, as in violin, E-R, radio. Um, and if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at Dialogue underscore D. And on Facebook at Unscripted Dialogue. And have a safe weekend. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. TGIF, of course. Um, well, I work on the weekend, so it don't matter. Um, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Tell me how you really feel. Ooh, yeah, baby. Unscripted dialogue. Tell me how you feel. Tell me, tell me how you feel. Tell me how you feel. Tell me, tell me how you feel. Tell me how you feel. Tell me, tell me how you feel. Unscripted dialogue.